everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Babe. I am your host, Lara, and with me today is Nori Reed. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you for being here. Um, Literally a pleasure. You have a beautiful, <laughs> gorgeous home. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. We met like... Yeah. At Ed's house, yes, friend of the pod, Edward Drosty, yeah. candle aficionado, candle a night to addict. remember, yeah, a night to remember. Yeah, you were introduced to. Did you like learn a lot about candles that night? Yeah, I. I also just want to back up and say, like, it was it was very like knives out kind of a, a night. <laughs> like it, it was so funny. I feel like I literally did not know anyone. So I was invited by Blythe, mm-hmm. who. Excuse me, I have a cough. It's okay. I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> how very dare you? I know someone, you violated the first rule for podcasting. For podcasting. You cannot have a cough. But someone Never cough. did tell me that there is a fetish for coughing. Yeah, there's porn. There's porn. Like cough. Like what? Like coughing in your face? Just women coughing. Oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. So just sitting you're and coughing. Yeah. So if any of your listeners are uh, into that, I'm like going to go on fet life <laughs> and reactivate my account and then just start posting coughing videos honey rent rents do can like, you be just be fully clothed and cough it up i think it's literally about the cough like <coughs> yeah. are there different kinds do yeah some people want you to hack oh it's it's very exaggerated it's like exaggerated like a hacking almost choking yeah where have you seen this porn i'm <laughs> Is this on porn? This doing? is a whole new. I'm really fascinated because I have not. I mean, obviously, there's porn for yeah, everything. Absolutely, if you can think it, there's it's, porn. there's porn. But like, would tell me about the coffee. God, you know, I should not have sold myself as an expert. I, I'm I'm <laughs> hooking up with this guy, and I was like, I have this cough, and he was like telling me that like that there there are there is a fetish for this. You can monetize. Quickly. Yeah. So I'll I'll give him a text. I'll figure out. Okay. All the deets. I need readers also, if you've seen <laughs> coughing porn or Please. have any intel, to link me ASAP. Yeah. And if you, and my Venmo is um, Noi Reed. Yeah. So just if, you know, yeah, if make, this works for you. Hey, comedy <laughs> is tragedy plus time. So <laughs> make this cough work for you. Absolutely. I'm so sorry for di- diverging. The dinner was so funny. It was funny. Funny. I didn't night. realize. It. I guess. Yeah, you did walk into just like a yeah. cold, not a cold room in terms of like company, but just like not knowing anyone. It was so funny because I so I moved to L.A. like about like two months ago mm-hmm. and I was like navigate, you know, just like trying to make friends. And my friend Blythe was like, come over to Ed's house. Like she was staying with Ed. And when I got there, unbeknownst to me, she had taken an edible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I did not know. So she like pretty much immediately went into a room and passed out. <laughs> so my one like my one anchor was immediately Goodbye. gone. Yeah. Um but I'm strong you and are. I'm brave. Yeah. And made made some friends. You held your own. Yeah. And it all worked out for the best. My favorite thing about that night was how spicy the stew was. Yeah, Ed made some really spicy yeah. chicken soup that was like I think across the board, everyone agreed it was too spicy. <laughs> too spicy. Like, it was, like, painfully, yeah. hurtfully spicy. Spicy. Vengefully and, spicy. And finally, I don't know who it was, if it was Simon or whoever, it was just, like, told him, 
and he's like i have no regrets he's like this is what i intended and wanted mm-hmm. and that's what sticks in my mind he spiced so everyone funny out. yeah you gotta watch out you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> never know yeah <laughs> spicy spicy so you live in la now yeah you're a fresh angelino oh my god you're two months in fresh baby you're living on the east side yes finally thank god got a place in highland park it's been such a journey to get housing did you like what was the approach that you took um you get like ten dollars venmo (laughs) i know if you really like that (laughs) that was like a light one and then (laughs) we can get crazier later on yeah if the cash starts flowing in yeah i'm escalating this if you escalate (laughs) this so drop some coins please um it was insane i moved into a sublet which i had not seen Mm -hmm. when i got here wow ballsy it was psychotic everything broken yeah everything um and the person who owned the place she was like in complete delusion about that everything was broken so if i brought something up she'd be like oh that just that doesn't work <laughs> like the oven she was like yeah. it just doesn't work and i was like oh that's part of the charm yeah and then i couldn't get mail and she's like honey like we don't we don't get mail here i love so I was, it's just, like, uh, just a cave it was a cave <laughs> that was a thousand dollars a month. Um, it it just it's been a very funny journey to find like a place, but ferrets. She had ferrets. Different place. Oh, this ferrets. was a roommate with ferrets. Yeah, so I was like going on Craigslist looking for to get a room. I love a safe place to a really safe place to look. Nothing like <laughs> looking for housing on Craigslist to meet the like fringe people of our society, like truly the the like, most crazy people like one person um god i hope they don't listen to podcasts this, this one person um huge cockroach problem and i was like well maybe you should like fix it or like what are you talking she's like oh no the ferrets and i was like i'm sorry what she goes their their little lungs can't handle this fumes and the fumes so we're we just we're living with the cockroaches that's not like no you don't have to live like that no there are plenty of options to deal with a cockroach that don't involve like a fume in your house yeah i mean ultimately if you do fume you can just remove the ferrets for like an afternoon yeah i had my first interaction one of my first interactions of 2020 was finding a cockroach under my sink oh god and it was a brutal way to kick off the new decade i mean they are the ultimate survivors they are so what if it was a sign of your strength yeah um yeah i'm choosing to just like accept it i didn't really do a whole lot about it because i well because i had a huge stack of paper bags from like whole foods or whatever Mm -hmm. and like trader joe's that just piled up under the sink that i was like someday they'll be useful they give us comfort yeah Yeah. and it's like nice to have them there but then i really woke up one day and i was like you know what it's not very nice to have them there anymore and i was like i'm gonna just put them in the recycling bin and call it a day and as i moved them out a massive cockroach like slithered out of them and then just like disappeared into my kitchen cabinets and i screamed so loud oh my god i've never seen a live one in the apartment i've just seen like in the four years i've lived here two no three dead ones yeah and so then I screamed. My dog came like running up, but he didn't really do anything. Useless. And then dogs. I was like, I guess I just have like a new roommate that yeah. I'm living with. Yeah. You better pay rent. Yeah. Like if you live here. And so 
I put like the little, I got like some of those poisonous traps that yeah. like they infect them and then they go infect the family and cleaned out that <laughs> some some very really diabolical like yeah. l- like insect warfare i know and i'm like i'm not afraid to get like crazy with it but i was also like with the dog you can't really spray there yeah you have to really take some precautions the but then i was like is this gonna work it's in i really did like a light cockroach <laughs> ban and i'm just praying that he like goes to find somewhere yeah. else to live i know now that i've taken away his like safety zone of paper bags which if you have paper bags in your house you should move them because cockroaches lo- like love. they apparently love that shit yeah i i just like love that you did like a war crime like against this cockroach family. yeah then i got like a like i looked on amazon and found out what like the highest rated natural like bug killer yeah, was like goop yeah and it was very yeah. expensive it was like 25 dollars <laughs> for like a bot like a spray bottle of i think it's just like mint and rosemary yeah. oil in water yeah and then i've sprayed it around but it really hasn't done a whole lot i mean that sounds it's sounds like it smells delicious it smells great it smells amazing it smells minty fresh but yeah. in like a fresh like organic way yeah but i still it claimed to like really take on silverfish too because i have a lot of those in this apartment the more like romantic cockroach yeah yeah i've now normalized yeah so much against silverfish i'm just like oh another one as i see them like almost every day yeah so that hasn't really slowed down so i'm just wondering like but anyways you lived in a cockroach. <laughs> well, no, I... L- Tell me about your cockroach experience. Well, see, like, I was looking for places. So yeah. this was just one option, was this cockroach oh, so apartment. This one that you visited. I visited, and, and then... visible cockroaches. Visible cockroaches and visible ferrets. Just two ferrets to just roam the house. Um, So, psychotic. And then I looked at another place. How visible were the roaches? Like, you were like, they oh, were there. on the wall, there's... That's insane. Yeah. I wonder who ended up living there and was like, I love it. Yeah, it's a tough world out there. <laughs> people will, will people will live in denial. For, yeah. But that was insane. I, I looked at another place and um, they, they, it was like a brother and sister, which already is, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like two adult, like, like brother. Adult, yeah. That already feels a that's little incestuous. weird. Right. Yeah. But they were convincing me because it was a railroad style apartment where one bedroom just leads to the next bedroom. You have to walk. You have to go outside and around the house to go to use the bathroom. Oh. And they're like, and of course you would not have access to the kitchen. I was like, what? And they're like, well, because, you know, like your room's like the biggest one. So like you don't get a kitchen. We use it. Like our brother and sister, like we use it. So you would just be renting a room and a bathroom. She literally was like, I'll show you where to get a hot plate. She was like, I know the best place. Question. Is the bathroom shared? Yeah. This is arbitrary. This is is like they're fucking in that kitchen. They don't want you to see. That is a brother sister fuck kitchen. And we all know it. We all know the truth. We know what's happening. And (laughs) I left. And then I almost moved in with two 21-year-olds, mm-hmm. which I'm 31, and that would have been a nightmare. Yeah. But when I told them no, they offered it, and I said, I'm sorry, I'm too old. Um, She was like, no. She was, I'm dating a 57-year-old. <laughs> she was like, age is nothing but a number, baby. And I was like, honey, that was like the, the most 21-year-old thing you could have said. Yeah. Which proves to me I cannot live there. Mm-hmm. So... 
but I found a spot. So anyways. you persevered. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you live alone? Do you have roommates? One roommate. Right now, I'm staying with my friend who has Amazon money. Mm-hmm. Like, like worked at Amazon? She works at Amazon. Chic. She has a lot of money. So okay. I'm staying in her extra room. Love. While I'm in transition. But it's just really, it's been hilarious to go out. <coughs> mm. Five dollars. Yeah, five bucks. To go out in the world and look at these deranged places and then come back to this like gorgeous, glamorous like apartment. It's just so funny. Yeah. To like see what is actually out there. Yeah. It like maybe makes me want to work for Amazon. Uh, if I could. Yeah. I'm yeah. like the right thing for anyone that works at Amazon to do is like let yeah. people that are yeah. not of the same means as you crash yes. with you for a while. I think I'm a, I'm like a tax credit or something. Like mm-hmm. I feel like she gets to write this off on her like problematic taxes or something. Yeah. She absolutely yeah. should. 100%. She supports the arts. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's just what you do. If you work at one of the big tech, I'm like Amazon, yeah. Google, facebook for sure facebook you need to let a family live with you oh yeah absolutely like like a family from like the amazon Mm -hmm. like you know like an indigenous yeah you need to like actually be sending them money yeah or supplies or whatever they need absolutely you should fund their entire existence which is why i'm i eat all of my friends groceries i just i'm doing as much as i can in that space Mm -hmm. for justice it's good it evens it out it evens it out 100 percent. we reach equilibrium i reach regionally (laughs) yeah (laughs) like literally one day i like after the hot plate thing i came back to the apartment and i was like loading the dishwasher and i was like sienna i was like are these teak like dishes like dishwasher safe and in that moment i was like what is my life (laughs) Like I, I, I was just told to like where to get a hot plate, and I'm like asking if these like teak dishwasher if I can put them in the dishwasher. So when you walk in a house where you have to walk outside to get to your room, yeah, does that just mean you never get to go in even like a living room area? Yeah, it's just bedroom and then a shared bathroom <laughs> and a fuck kitchen. Don't forget the kitchen and then the fu- oh, but you see the kitchen. I didn't get to see. Th- I wasn't allowed to see oh, the okay. kitchen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And then I'm still really <laughs> hung up on the cockroach element yeah, of being like... Let's get back to the cockroach, Let's get back to please. that, because I'm like... So you would sit down and see, like, where were they? Did you sit down in the... I saw the carcasses. Okay. So on the, a door... Oh, so they just had, like, dead roaches. On a right? door, they were squished. There were some squished roaches. And you were like, what are these? That's, and I was like, hey, I was like, do you... I was like, I was like, this is... I was like, crazy question. I was like, this is, like, so off. I was like, this is so random do you have a cockroach problem? Um, and then they were like, yeah, but like, you know, our, my ferrets, their little lungs can't handle yeah. like, the fumes. Like that was the end. And I was yeah. like, Oh, I was like, Oh, but she's like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. Cause again, you get to th- 
living with other people or potentially you get to see their like delusions. Yeah. Like you get to see like that kind of just like, like they're not really in reality a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I recently sold some, a vacuum on Craigslist Ooh. and I know it's a really big business deal for me, <laughs> but I like listed my vacuum for 40 bucks and then this what, girl came over. I'm curious about why you sold your, like, why did you sell your vacuum? Well, on Black Friday, I upgraded my whole vacuum situation Amazing. to a Dyson. Yes. So. The best. Yeah. Susie Orman said that she, that's what she uses because yeah. she has pets and that was like good for pet hair and then Black Friday. I was running like a insane Dyson deal. Yeah. So I was like, this is happening. I'm channeling Susie and going for it. And then I needed to get rid of my other vacuum. So I was like, I'll put this $2. Yeah. Yeah. So we should have done a live podcast yeah. where we get like cash pigs to donate live for like every <laughs> cough. Every cough. <laughs> it's like, it's literally asthma. I, I got sick during the holidays mm-hmm. and my little ferret lungs are just recovering yeah but it's just like asthma i'm not it's sick. a long it's a long recovery yeah and i perform so often it's just so hard to recover because i'm just like, always performing hot water and lemon and literally honey literally i go to each venue i go to now i'm like i'm like i'm so sorry i was like do you have like tea and the bartender just like stares at me and they're like no like, they hate it <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely i try to be cute about it and they're like they're they like, don't want to make you tea mm-hmm. no no i'm not boiling water <laughs> for, for you, you bitch so this lady comes over oh, yeah. who was gonna get my vacuum and i brought it out to her out front because i didn't actually know if it was like a woman or a man because the name was very ambiguous Ooh, and it was like kind nice. of almost british Like, it was a name like Niles or something, but even more (laughs) ambiguous than that. And so I didn't want to make any assumptions, but then I also didn't want to get killed. So I was like, I'll just walk the vacuum out to them when they get here. Yeah. And then it was this, like, young lesbian, and she's like, oh, can I actually see if it works? And then I was like, oh, yeah, duh, of course you would want to make sure of that. What a smart person. I would not have thought about that. So I walk with the vacuum all the way back in here, plug it in, demonstrate that it works for her. And then I was like, okay, um, well, here you go. Here's the vacuum. And then she handed me some like cash. And I didn't think in the moment to count it. No. Because I just thought like, okay, she's making sure that I'm not scamming her. Yeah. She's not going to try and scam me. And then she just gave me $30 instead of $40. Oh my and then God. I was like, do I chase this person down for like the extra 10? I was just <laughs> like, I just like let it go. And I was like, hmm. That is psychotic. That was not a good, wasn't a good deal. What if that's her fetish? Like this, this is what she does. <laughs> Just shorts people. She shorts people. She counts on the fact that you're like not gonna yeah. look at it, which I should have. And in my head, it was like I thought to myself, "You should look at this." But then I was just like, "Ooh." And, and when when she's like masturbating, she's like, "Yeah, like yeah, shorted her ooh, $10. shorted that ten oh that ten dollars." Yeah. <laughs> she like touch herself with the ten dollars that you don't have. <laughs> Yeah. Dirty money. Dirty money. That's her channel. Yeah. Her only fans. Wait, it's so this is actually okay, so I'm kind of seeing this guy and it's because I actually looked at his apartment. Okay. And you met yeah. via Craigslist. Yes. That's like a romantic comedy. It's so weird because I have literally never done anything like that in my life. I never have been on Craigslist personals or anything like that. I've only like read the misconnections because they're so great. But um, yeah, like the room sucked. 
but like he was cute mm-hmm. and so after i turned it down he was like do you want to like go out and i was like yeah i was like absolutely oh i love that yeah how long so it's been how long has it been it's new it's fresh 15 years we've been i'm just kidding <laughs> um this was no this was when i first moved here so like yeah we we've been hanging out but he we saw knives out that was our first date okay we saw knives out um he yeah it was just such a because i hate online online dating f- to me and i'm sure to everyone mm-hmm. is just like a nightmare the worst it's a nightmare yeah and so i'm always like i want to like touch the same avocado at Whole Foods, you know what I mean? Like that moment when you're Bump like, oh, sorry. Like, or something, yeah. Yeah, and then, The meat cute. Yeah. And those never happen. Never. Especially I stand by the avocados. Yeah. I wait. I know, yeah. I was, re- like, I've read, like, dating advice that's just, like, get as, like, hot as you possibly can yes. every time before you go out of the house and, like, you never know. And I'm like, that yeah. feels like a lot of energy for something that I truly believe will never happen. Yeah. I refuse to look good. If someone looks at me in public, I'm like, stop. Like, don't. I would actually walk away from them. Yeah. And I, whenever I even see people that I recognize in Whole Foods, like people I know and could have a friendly interaction with, I like try to actively not strike up a conversation and get away as fast as possible. That's so real. And the, (laughs) the only person that i will flirt with is the cashier oh yeah because then it feels safe they work there they have to stay they have to stay <laughs> you can leave you can do whatever you want and then um they have trauma like they have the trauma <laughs> you know um i'm i'm not allowed to go to whole foods anymore is what i'm trying to say <laughs> i've been banned um but no he was cu- he was so cute yeah and it was like cra- it was crazy town i love yeah. that yeah i need to get back on craigslist in a real way <laughs> like, sell some more stuff start looking at a places even if you are mm-hmm. not looking you that's know what a I mean? great actually a yeah. great tip here's a every god i'm giving so you much are i'm giving really, so much today i know i'm I like really expanding great. my business and my <laughs> earnings over yeah. the next month are gonna skyrocket the only bad thing is he he's a terrible um texter like he just doesn't he's like, one of those like rare people who truly just doesn't text like mm-hmm. he just doesn't like his texting window is 11 o'clock at night to eleven thirty. wow that's his like window of texting and then he just doesn't radio silence yeah and i i truly don't think it's like me i think it's i i really do believe that it's just him like mm-hmm. his to all of his people did he talk on the phone no so how do you like arrange things in that 30 minutes Mm -hmm. we make we make plans you get a lot in there yeah we like see each other we see each other physically but like not not yeah but not like a checking in throughout the day that's weird kind of weird i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna keep thinking (laughs) is this this my ferret moment where i'm like wait are, are these my ferrets i'm like shit is this bad it's a little ferrety it's a little ferrety yeah and 11 to eleven thirty. does he have a day job he works a lot okay he works a lot and he writes when he's not working but i'm no you're right it's weird it's just like slight Fuck. slight ferret energy this is this is my ferret maybe a dead roach in the door <laughs> yeah that i'm not looking at yeah i had a dream last <laughs> night speaking of roaches i think i dream my stress dreams always have a lot of cockroaches in them and then last night I dreamed, I dreamt that I was in 
I was somewhere, I was in like a hotel and there were the, the huge roach problem and the roaches were big, but they would pretend to be dead, but then they would actually like, if you tried to show them to people, they'd pretend to be dead. But then when the people looked away, they would be alive again. Oh my God. And I'd be like, Oh my God, they're everywhere. That's so intense. And then there was a roach that was so big. It appeared to be a pit bull. <gasps> it was like a pit bull, a roach sized pit bull. I don't know how that even like makes sense. That's, first of all, that sounds adorable. It was really, it was muscly. <laughs> yeah. And it was in the shape of a pit bull, tiny, but a roach. Oh my God. At heart. And so it's like two things that I'm not a huge fan of. I, I went to um, school to be a therapist for one semester and then I dropped out. <laughs> so uh, you could call me a psychologist. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff in there mm-hmm. like a lot what are you seeing i'm just i think i'm seeing there's something about the like you think they're dead but they like come back to life mm-hmm. kind of sounds like trauma to me yeah kind of sounds like some ptsd totally like, well, you think you think you're gone you think you you're you're over it and then it just comes back yeah you can't you know the ghost from the past you're once confronted again yeah because I'm a big like fan of like you not to get okay like listen I know I'm I'm a therapist I'm a psychologist so yeah I just know so much mm-hmm. um one semester one that's semester. all you need okay but like Carl Jung or whatever like his whole thing was like the symbols are it's it's whatever it, the thing is like whatever it means to you in life is what it represents in the dream okay so like if you, if your brother is in the dream it's not really about your brother but like what he represents mm-hmm. so I feel like cockroaches are this like symbol of like you can't kill them yeah they're they're unkillable they're everywhere but, yeah they'll proliferate they'll do whatever it takes to survive yeah I think this is about the vacuum mm-hmm. I think you're not over the vacuum I'm not clearly I think that's what it is clearly yeah yeah maybe well thanks for that i the one part i can't figure out is the bull the bulldog yeah the, Do you have, what are your associations with that with a pit bull with the, i'm sorry pit bull honestly some of my neighbors have a pit bull that is freaky it's scary it barks a lot yeah it hasn't barked as much recently because i think someone in the building complained but it used to just sit up on their balcony and yeah. like bark its ass off and by someone you do mean your, yourself yeah yeah <laughs> you did that. i didn't get that i got really close to yeah. intervening like i i would do like i did like an angry white woman thing where i just would stand outside of my front door and yeah. just look up there hoping that they would somehow notice me yes. being pissed off without me ever expressing anything are you a cancer no i'm oh, a gemini okay okay I'm like, I'm sorry. That was Does very, that sound like a real that was cancer, like cancer thing That's do? cancer behavior. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, hmm. And then like kind of making a big show of opening yeah. and closing my door. Then I didn't want to tell on them necessarily because I didn't want to be like a narc. Because I've, I've narked out another dog owner in the building and then I didn't want to get that reputation. Exactly. Going. And so then I thought I was at Trader Joe's one day and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like buy these guys a bottle of rosé and take it up to their apartment one night and just be like, Hey, I'm so sorry to like have to do this. Wow. You really need to like get your dog under control. Yeah. Cheers. Drink this wine. Drink this wine. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah. But also do it. Yeah. But this is not like, I'm not angry. This is not a threat, but it could just, I'm disappointed. Yeah. And like, but then 
somehow it resolved itself before I had to do that. So I just drank Ooh. rose. I feel like there's a lot of stuff about home. Like there's a lot of home stuff in that dream. Mm-hmm. Like home. Probably because I'm just here 24 sets. Yeah. 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 Do you work from home? Right now, yes. I have to get a day job, mm-hmm. which truly is a tra- is tragic. Yeah. I'm like not happy about that. Did you have a day job when you lived in Oakland? I did. I was a tutor in mm-hmm. Marin. Oh. Which. She, she, she. Hello. Marin moms. Terrorists. They need terrifiers like literally the most ter- it was because you go to their homes and it's like par- it's like parasite basically yeah. what did you tutor kids in uh mostly test prep so like sat okay any sort of like standardized testing mm-hmm. is what i tutored in on the verbal side love that and reading comprehension reading comprehension vocabulary, writing, writing vocabulary grammar all that kind of stuff and yeah, it was such a funny experience just like going into these ha- these homes and just like being the help. Yeah. And like what well, some some things that struck out to me were just like they don't have like a cleaner, they have like an army of cleaners. Mm-hmm. So I would be tutoring and there would just be like five or six people in like working in unison like to clean like a room. Yeah. Which is very like kind of shocking and weird to to see. The team. It was like a team of cleaner. Like yeah. The literally Marin moms have like an army of people that like do everything. Their staff. So they can drink and cry and not think about their husbands <laughs> cheating on them. Yeah. Um and then my favorite part is when the dad would come home and then pretend to be invested in their kid for like five to ten minutes. So it'd be like, yeah, like what's what's Nancy working on here? And then he would like look at the page, and then he would just like go like retire in his room. Yeah, you know, like just the enough show, is enough. Mm-hmm. just the it's show for of your caring. benefit. Yeah, and his benefit to know that he showed you that he cares. Yeah, and meanwhile, like little Nancy is yeah. really depressed, like dead inside. Yeah, potentially suicidal. Absolutely, and that brings up the best part actually, which is that all this this happened. I would say nine times out of ten. The parent would pull me aside, the mom specifically, and say, oh, little Nancy, um, she has anxiety. And the more I would work with, I keep saying, who's, I love little Nancy. Nancy. (laughs) Who the fuck is Nancy? (laughs) It was more like Peyton or like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like Cadence and. Yeah. Let's stick with Nancy. Nancy is great. Here's the thing. Nancy does not have anxiety. She's just like. You, you have in, like you have anxiety yeah that you are projecting onto your child and it was just so sad to kind of like see that mm-hmm. that these kids were actually fine it was just all the pressure that the parents are putting on their kids because some of the kids are so stupid yeah but they have so much money so th- because of the money they're like they have to, they're like required to be intelligent. Yeah. Whenever in fact they're just dumb. Like they're just dumb kids. Was it a lot of like dumb dumbs that yeah. you had to tutor? Wow. Lots of dumb dumbs who again just because of their status um that wasn't acceptable. Mm-hmm. Which which is probably really frustrating for a kid when you don't give a shit about like any of this stuff. Yeah. But because your parents care so much about status, you have to perform. Mhm. So. Could they perform? Did you get results? Um, yeah, I think just the, just like the, just being with the kids, I feel like that relationship is positive for them. Mm -hmm. And I think that just kind of like automatically improves their scores. Yeah. 
but there definitely were some kids who just like these lessons are expensive yeah they are so they're like thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. and these kids like were dumb like they they didn't want to do any they just were like i don't care i don't care about this i don't give a fuck about any of this i'm doing this because my parents are like forcing me yeah which also was hard because i grew up very like working class Mm -hmm. and you know i didn't have a tutor i didn't i didn't have any of that shit you know and so there was also a part of me that was just like wow like you have no idea how privileged you have no idea what the real world is yeah outside of your bubble like they're getting they, a lot of shit just given they to have you. no idea like how privileged they are mm-hmm. which was you know really interesting i don't know being coached so that they can make good enough scores to get into some sort of college but they, they don't even give a f- like a leg up which on. they don't even give a fuck about like, yeah. or care about mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this i was tutoring uh like right before the whole thing happened the college scandal exactly so, so you're kind of seeing it like firsthand. Yeah. Did you know like what schools they were expected to go to and apply to? Yeah, definitely yeah. like Ivy League. Mm-hmm. Like Berkeley would be like their safe, would be like the safe school. Lol. But they, they, they're applying to like, you know, the highest of, yeah. How'd you get into tutoring? <clears throat> I, well, I worked a lot in nonprofit mm-hmm. before. Um, literally, literally my job before that was working with people who are homeless. Okay. <laughs> you love a real like (laughs) high low listen if it ain't zero it's 10 i don't know where this is another ferret moment for me i'm like wow well i imagine you make more money tutoring kids than you do like working and aiding homeless people i was so burnt out yeah and just like the system is so broken and it's just like it's just like a band-aid on like a gashing open wound. Yeah. Um, you were in the Bay Area working. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and the Tenderloin, which is like a really challenging yeah. area of San yeah. Francisco and working with people who are homeless and just feeling so burnt out every day and just like, and it really wasn't about the clients. It was about the, the structure itself was so broken that mm-hmm. it was just like very depressing and what is the structure? Yeah. As in like, as in like having, is it, trying to help people suffering from homelessness to get back on their feet and like yes but so much of it is performative so it's kind of like you have these grants that these organizations get and they have the best intentions it's not like their intentions are bad or anything like that but if we really truly wanted to solve homelessness it would take so much more yeah and like real effort and so much of it is performative Mm -hmm. and so much of it is the city just being like feeling good about here's a million dollars you know but it doesn't doesn't do anything yeah if we really you know bernie sanders 2020 if we really want to change it'd be like socialism like we need to like redistribute wealth and like you know that's that is the only way basically yeah speaking of redistributing wealth (laughs) i then was like okay fuck this i can't do this anymore (laughs) and so so my friend was like you should have played this. You're like socialism is the only way. But Anyways, while we're at it, I'm just gonna to- since we're living in a capitalist society already, I might as well take full advantage. In of conclusion, it. I worked for <laughs> over a year with the wealthiest people in the Bay Area. This is so psychotic. I like literally have never thought about it this way. But like, it's so funny. <laughs> It's real. I mean, <laughs> you if you go through a lot of like burnout trying to yeah. do something that you know f- feeds your soul or 
Like, yeah. You're helping people. And I think a lot of when you help people, it helps you too. It kind of yeah. works both ways. And then you eventually realize that like nothing is I set do. up to actually help any of the people that I wanted to set out helping. When you realize that nothing you do like means anything mm-hmm. in that situation, that's when you kind of just like shut down. Yeah. Cause you're just like, what's the point? And once you, once you hit that, what's the point, there's no turning back because you were just depressed. Like you were demoralized. Yeah. And so also what was happening simultaneously is I started doing comedy kind of like seriously. Mm-hmm. And so I also just wanted more energy to be able to perform. And so tutoring is so flexible. Um, that was a big part of it too was I could just like go see clients and fit it, fit it around like my comedy stuff. Yeah. Um, and then along with that, I also consulted for a hospital um, in San Francisco who wanted to do more like community health level programming. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, consulted them too at the same time. Nice. I know. So, so I have to get a job here in LA now, basically. <laughs> are you going to do <clears throat> like, what are you trying to do? Well, the pendulum is swinging back the other way <laughs> because all the jobs I'm applying to are like social services kind of jobs. Yeah. So. And LA needs it. Oh, just God. Just as much, if not more than. Absolutely. Bay Area. Yeah. If, if, if people can walk away with anything from this podcast, I just want them to know that I'm a really good person. Mm-hmm. I'm so good. I'm the best most caring you're the best um, you have a tutor. cough that is go- currently <laughs> underway that's very sexy yeah. and meek if necessary yeah. but i feel like it could get a little stronger if necessary you have it all going for you i'm bougie with a purpose mm-hmm. i'm for the people i'm not of the people <laughs> that's kind of my brand i guess i don't know <laughs> like if i like hate the rich and i also like love fancy shit you hate the rich but it's you'd confusing. also love to just have some money yeah yeah hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's very confusing when you like hate capitalism and then you also like very much love diptyque. Yeah. It's like, and you, like, like, what do you do? I don't know. That's a, <laughs> yeah. I'm like fully in that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, but also I feel like I've talked to and read a lot about reframing your, um, perceptions of wealth and abundance and hating the rich while it's like name one, like amazing, like truly good, insanely rich person. Mm. TBD. <clears throat> Oprah. Yeah. One. Oprah could be could yeah, but then possibly. I'm sure. I mean, you can find any sort of <clears throat> takedown, yeah, of any wealthy person. But it was like I, what I was reading most recently was it's like it's counterintuitive to like hold a chip on your shoulder and hate yeah. rich people because how are you going to attract a lot of wealth and abundance into your life if you also view that as being like 
morally wrong and bad. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, we live in capitalism. Yeah. That, that is what we live in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like to deny that is just like, you know, I mean, it, it's it's nice, but it's it's just not the real world, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I absolutely want money. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because yeah. also, when women have more money i'm all about like women having more money and just yeah like like any marginalized group should have power yeah and when they have which is money they give more back to the community and or their communities or reinvest it in productive ways and help less privileged people on a grander scale than men do when they have money absolutely i i do do believe in that yeah but at the same time, it's like I love Bernie and I love and I'm all I'm for his ideas and I want that too. I just think like at a certain point of wealth, <clears throat> it truly should be illegal. Like when you when you have that much, I'm talking about the like a wealth ceiling the Jeff of like billions. Bi- yeah, I'm talking like billionaires here. Like ten bill could be enough. That's like and then it, anything beyond the ten bill. You th- just like I think it's morally object uh, like it's bad. I feel like yeah. it's really bad morals to allow human beings to have that much power. It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense to me that we limit the government power, but we somehow let these like always white men like have that much power in this world. It's just truly makes no sense to me. Yeah. I I do think there should be a wait, is this this is getting so This is getting political. Kind of political <laughs> and I I'm not like I'm actually like not a very political person. It's just like I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, that's what I believe. Hey, it's safe. That's it. what I believe, honey. I love it. There should be a wealth cap. That's well, what I feel. It's just weird that you can like this is a country that operates truly on if you have money, you can pretty much get away with and get exactly. out of any sort of possible situation. So like you can buy anyone and everything yeah. because that's like how what capitalism is based off of essentially is like Yeah. And it doesn't sound very democratic to me. No. It's it, it's a system that's at odds with itself. <clears throat> Absolutely. I, I feel yeah. like it will shift hopefully a little bit. Yeah. Like, I think it would be great for everyone to have health care. <laughs> wow, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I know. I'm, just, I've, I'm definitely a socialist. And I just, I really, really want Bernie to win. Mm-hmm. So, like, deep in my soul, I really wish, I just hope he, he gets the nomination. I know. Yeah. I keep thinking, and I guess it's like not productive to think that way, but I feel like <clears throat> he's not going to. <gasps> who do you who do you think? Biden? I don't even know. I hate that man. I don't really know. I'm like dipping my toe in the water, but also not yeah. keeping up with it like crazy because I don't like it's just a lot. Yeah. To try and keep track of. It's it is too much. I I but I did love when the New York Times like how shady like they were so shady i love the so shade. shady to bernie they I, are so mean i'm like why do you hate him so yeah. much 
what is the point of like, is like, it anti-semitism like a part of me wonders that like it, a part of me is like is this like, anti-semitic like a little bit it just feels weird it and feels really weird. counterproductive yeah like why would you take down someone whose approval rating is going up who yeah has, like a super a very solid shot yeah at getting a nomination and potentially winning an election and like what it doesn't make any sense to try and like keep shutting that person out. Absolutely. But I think Democrats don't like Bernie because his policies don't really benefit them in the long run. Absolutely. I mean, we did, we saw in the last election just how much they calculated, like, like literally behind the scenes, how much they really did not want him to get the nomination. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. And it's like, I think a lot of like high power Democrats, economic status yes. is very much linked to having someone like trump in office or Absolutely. like a moderate and at the end of the day they don't want to lose that that's why i like personally don't identify as like conservative or liberal because mm-hmm. it's to me that's just two sides of the same terrible you know coin i don't like whatever metaphor it, i just feel like that's not the issue it, it feels it, limited it's about class yeah and i feel like there's elitism on on both sides mm-hmm so i'm about like class justice and you know which for me is like very intersectional in the way that when we're talking about class that's about any demographic that doesn't have access whether it's women or like trans people or people of color or like whatever that demographic is when you make it about class it's 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 all encompassing yeah is is something i think about i don't Mm -hmm. know you're like a you're a classist, but not in a productive <laughs> in a way, great, in the great way, yes. instead of in the bad way. Oh God! I'm for the classes. I'm for yes, equality. Oh my God! This is really going <laughs> off the rails. No, it's fine. We can get back. We can get <laughs> back on back. track. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm always nervous to talk about politics because yeah. I feel like it's like I don't. I'm, I'm not, no expert. Like, what is the deal with you? People are like. I think there's a stigma or I I'll turn it into my experience. I feel like since I don't read every single thing that's in like the New York times or the Washington post or like know every side of everything that I'm not allowed to like speak a certain truth Mm. about or like my experience of politics. Yeah. But I also think that that's kind of limiting and stupid because everyone has an opinion. Absolutely. And like you should be able to share it. But it really does fire people up. Like, I'm sure the, I'll get comments back about, like, whatever. I know. And I I'm and like, I guess that's yeah. fine. I'm shocked at myself because I'm not that person. I'm not that person at the party that, like, wants to talk about politics. Like, when that happens, I kind of, like, quietly, like, leave the room. <laughs> just, like, kind of, like, roll my <laughs> body. Is that your dog? No. Yeah. I just, like, roll on the floor <laughs> until I'm roll. out of the room. <laughs> So it's like, I, this is shocking to me because I r- truly don't really talk about this at all. I don't know what about today, but I just like very much like, I don't know. I have been feel I have recently been feeling very kind of just like scared that Bernie will like knock at the nomination. Yeah. I'm a little yeah. scared too. And like, I'm feeling kind of disenfranchised by like liberals in general. Yeah. Feeling like they care about all the wrong shit. Yeah. Like it's so their passions are very like mismanaged. Yeah. And like take away from the main issue, which is like, we need to get a healthcare and and healthcare and have some major reform instead of like Donald Trump. Exactly. 
And again, to me, the the key word is elitism. I just feel like there's so much elitism in liberal politics. And that is what lost the election last time, I, I believe. It's just yeah. like that disconnect from America that's outside of like again oh my god we're go- I'm going right, know, we're back going right back into to it, it. I guess we just have to ride it the fuck oh my out god. because I'm thinking now and I'm like okay I don't think I have maybe some conservative readers but not that many but yeah. I really haven't experienced any sort of like blowback or you know I'm not going to get like a real hateful comment from like a conservative <laughs> person being like yeah. shut your damn mouth snowflake or like whatever <laughs> like because they're they would just be like oh this bitch like doesn't really know what she's talking about like I'll let her just like do her yeah. podcast thing like love and light but then from a lot of like liberals you get like on this high political horse of like how dare you and like, this is actually like why you're so wrong and like that's really kind of talking down like finger wagging. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't think that that's productive. We live in a bubble. Like if you live in LA, you live in New York, whatever, whatever, San yeah. Francisco, we are in a bubble. And yeah. like, that's not what the country looks like. I'm from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, Where in Kentucky? Literally called Christian County. Oh my God. Which is hilarious. You grew up there? Yeah. And How I'm, old were you when you left? I left for college. Okay. But I, I'm literally like writing a sample, like a pilot right now. And my reader was like christian county like that's a little on the nose and i was like yeah that's like literally what it's called she's like oh my god she's like i thought you just like made that up Mm -hmm. um it's it yeah grew up extremely in a conservative environment very and it's just like when i think about those people like and what they care about it's just it's not i don't know i just think that you know the democratic party is definitely very disconnected from a lot of the country they're disconnected from a lot of the country and like a lot of their own base yeah and it's like highly problematic in terms of trying to get anything done yeah should we run for office i'm thinking what's happening yes like i'm thinking absolutely we already have a platform no cockroaches <laughs> zero cockroaches zero cockroaches number one on the docket is get the fuck get, rid of cockroaches yes. what good are they doing none i think we can all agree yes. that is what you un- that's how we draw people in and unify yeah and galvanize the base and then go from there i think that's so universal mm-hmm. everyone that's hates, a world everyone shit. hates cockroaches yeah if i think that's what's going to bring us together mm-hmm. as a people that we all agree we hate cockroaches yeah that's our party yeah and let's just like build from there yeah if we can find common ground we've already won I think I think we're on to something. <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else do we need to tackle? Well, I think like obviously like a fair trade. Mm-hmm. Sp- just speaking of a Craigslist experience. Yeah. I think fair trade is very like a like a big part of our platform. Apparently Donald Trump or the price of diptyques has gone up like four to five dollars since donald trump was in office because of importing taxes i guess and i really feel the need to take a stand against that that is so and funny as you as a fellow diptyque yeah. lover like i think we have found another place of common ground yes and with this cough i think healthcare. Mm-hmm. i think healthcare that's absolutely very important and like and also with cough porn <gasps> entrepreneurship entrepreneurship let's not lose sight of small business owners That's what america's all about yeah let's get back to our capitalistic roots yeah and find unique and interesting ways to make money yeah and 
a wealth cap, but like basically like give me the money. Give yeah. me the money. It's ten up to ten billion you can yeah. have, yeah. which I think is very reasonable. That's enough. Anything beyond ten billion goes to me. You have to find like a cool artist person. Yes. And then you have to give them one million dollars. Oh my God. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I then, think we have a lot more. Since you have so many millions to give away, eventually you'll run out of cool, fun artist people to give it to. And then you can give whatever remainder to super underprivileged community. Absolutely. Artists first. Artists first. Artists first. Because we know that they like that. Yeah. It's like a pat on the back for billionaires. Then yeah. they can do really reach out to the people that they like don't truly care about. Absolutely. Because art changes lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen I've seen Clueless. That's a piece <laughs> of art. Hasn't? That's yeah. a piece of art. <laughs> that changed me. Changed my life. Chris Farley Money. changed my life. Yeah. Who are your favorite comedians? Ooh, okay. Not to bra okay. This is Oh my god, I'm such an awful person. I literally just want to brag right now. No, brag. Oh please. my god. Oh my god. I'm meeting my heroes. Yeah. And it's like it's I'm I'm not okay. You're having like cuz how long have you been doing comedy for? I've been doing comedy for 3 years. Okay. That's a good amount of time to get to like a level. Like I feel like it's all kind it's of fast. like clicking into place. I still I follow you on Instagram since Thank I met you. you, and you're like all over the place. You're like Sketchfest. Yeah, and- I it's been because like last year I opened for Amy Poehler, mm-hmm. which was psychotic. Chic, chic. She found me on YouTube. Love a queen that Hell literally yeah. just scrolls on YouTube. Um, open for her, and then life kind of exploded after that, which was really awesome. But last night, I opened for Kate Berlant, who's like a queen. an icon queen. Um, I just opened for Maria Bamford, uh, icon queen. Major. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be uh, opening for Patty Harrison, who's like, a, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, it's it's been really, like, I got, I got dinner with Patty um, recently. Mm-hmm. And it was like a moment. I was just like, this is, I have like thought about this for years and it was just like happening in Silver Lake at like a like a shishi rest. People were, like looking at us. Yeah, I was just like, this is like, I I'm just I'm still very surreal to me. I'm still having like it's is still very strange. You're manifesting. I think I'm manifesting. You are a little bit. I love yeah. Because like with Kate Berlant, I literally did a show with her. She saw me perform. Oh, I did Whitmer Whitmer Thomas. He's who's his. He has an HBO show coming out he's amazing mm-hmm. uh he asked me to do his show then we were both on that show she saw me perform asked me to do her show so it's just like it's just been so cool to how it just works out i don't know it's just like crazy it's like a spider web yes the way that it works like getting jobs and gigs and stuff it's networking and it's so what the best part of it is it's no money <laughs> it's like it's just so no money you're really passionate about it i have never been so like outward externally successful like looking mm-hmm. and so broke at the like exact same time don't you love how that happens it's it's crazy that was like i wrote a book i wrote two books like eight years ago or so and as they uh, were coming out congratulations thanks as they were coming out it was the same thing where i was like oh lots of cool shit's going on yeah but i'm also 
the most unhappy I've ever been. Yeah. And in like crippling debt. It's, it's hilarious that way. And by hilarious, I mean terrifying and sad. Yeah. Like this morning I was at a coffee shop, like literally debating like, okay, like, should I buy this croissant? Like, can I afford this croissant? Mm -hmm. And this guy behind me was like, Hey, I'm so sorry, but I saw you at like, and you're like so funny. And like, I, you're like amazing. And I just wanted to, I literally just wanted to be like, will you buy me this croissant? Cause I was just, cause a part of me, a, not, a part of me was just like, listen, I like, all I do is work for free. And like, if you like me, will you buy this croissant for me? Like I, I'm a, I almost did it. Uh, I did not I didn't, but I almost did. I think you could pull that off in like a fun way. Yeah. And I coughed like, in his wanna, mouth. Do you want to buy me this croissant? <laughs> I was like, I'll cough on you. I'll cough right at you. Yeah. Like in you. I'll cough <laughs> in you. And he was like, I'll cough into your mouth. Yeah. Or some, or something else. And yeah. he was, and he was just like, okay, like I gotta go. But yeah, it's just, it's such a weird feeling to be like, wow, like, am I going to make my rent? And then everyone's like, you're so fabulous. And it's like, oh my God. You're it's like, weird. say it in dollar bills. I know. And I know it will come. It I feel will. like that's what it is. Like, it's a journey. There's no money. Yeah. It's just so funny to me because when I first moved here, I was so naive mm-hmm. and was just like, believe. And because I had all these generals, I knew I really believe that those like meant something. Yeah. Um, and was then, that two months ago when you moved here? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm literally. <laughs> when I first moved here, I was like, I'm I so love. mad at you right now. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. I clocked that too. Don't even worry about it. I'm a ferret person. I get, I'm the ferret. I'm the fucking ferret. Okay. I love Is that what you wanted? Is that what you want? Nothing has happened. I know. I'm psychotic. But I get it too. I'm so crazy. That was a cough. I'm so crazy. But um, no, basically it's just like, it's been a f- fast learning experience mm-hmm. to learn that just like, People say a lot of things yeah. like like in a general, you are the most important person in the world for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just I'm glad that I'm learning. I'm glad that like I'm getting just like learning the culture. Yeah. I'm learning what the culture is of like industry. I'm glad that you're you know? out here. Thank you. I'm glad that you're you made the move. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, me too. I'm glad to have you. Oh, my God. Thank you. I mean, me too. It's not it's not like woe is me. I, I feel like are you are you even going to like publish that? Like, be yeah. like, you're, you're, I, I don't know, like, what I've like put out there in this world, in this podcast, but I truly, I sound like a psychotic person. No, you don't. Okay, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fair. Should we do some reader mail? Yeah. Okay. Let's. Yeah. Let's mix this up. Did you ever watch the stair? <laughs> <laughs> The Staircase. No. It's a true crime documentary on Netflix that's about this husband who is suspected of killing, murdering his wife by pushing her down the stairs. He did it, right? Uh, Well, that's the whole thing. It's like, like, I don't, it's really, I don't think that he did Mm -hmm. coming away from it, but it also is like all signs kind of do point to he did, but then a lot point to that he didn't. Oh my God. But in this documentary, there is a lawyer who's representing the murderer who is so hot. Like I had the (laughs) biggest crush on him. He's also like older. He's like in his 50s. I'm so sorry. The lawyer or the murderer? The lawyer. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And mm, so his daddy. name is David Rudolph, and I've just Ooh. been like into him for years now. Yeah. So I have a David Rudolph update from a reader. Oh my god! 
says, Lara, my queen, I don't know if you'll be interested in this information, but I thought I'd share. Today, my husband flew from from Charlotte to Salt Lake City for work, and David Rudolph was on his flight. He took the attached pic. No clue where David was going, but my husband said he was looking great, better than in the pic, and that he was the but it was the only one he could get without being noticed. Also, my husband heard a flight attendant tell David, thanks for being a Delta Diamond Medallion member, which is the (laughs) highest status the person can get with Delta. I guess the speaking circuit he's on keeps him traveling all the time. Love and light. Okay, first of all, I love like a humble, like of the people queen. Yeah. Like he's flying just like, like a normal person. Yeah, he's just flying. I think it looks like a first class cabin. Yeah. But not like, too chiced out like he's wow. just like in it it's yeah. amazing it's great thank you for that update i saved yeah. the i saved the picture to my desktop what, what makes gonna... him so hot? like what what's his like hot he just has like a he has a lot of confidence and kind of this swagger as an attorney mm. and he just is like very he's charming and engaging yeah. and like precise and like what he wants. There's like a scene where he yells at someone about like a his PowerPoint presentation that he's supposed to make <laughs> and he's like practicing for the next day in court. And I it's truly like I get hot thinking about <laughs> it right now. I never knew that like PowerPoints could get me close to like climax but when you put david and rudolph in a powerpoint presentation together and i'm just like it's over is it like i mean not to like completely simplify it but is it like daddy vibes yeah okay yeah total daddy energy for sure he married like what's Mm -hmm. his sitch okay he married someone that he met while doing this trial and you (gasps) see them meet on the documentary and she i think was a reporter at the time Mm. and she's interviewing him and you can tell there's just raw sexual chemistry between them like you Uh, see them basically like eye fucking each other while they're talking to each other and then they ended up together i think they have a kid together that's like beautiful i know it's a really it's a love story of our time god so so you love him from afar it's kind i of love just him like, from afar i'm not yeah. trying to like fuck with anyone or yeah anyone. i just appreciate and i hope that they're more hot i would love to like find yeah a david rudolph you're you're not you don't want to break up own. a family you're no, not you're not i have a family no urge breaker. to like ruin yeah. a family or a child's life but if it happens but if it, it organic it i mean i'm just saying if yeah there was a if his wife and him were having problems and they were separated it's not your fault if someone had filed for divorce really recently yeah i would totally slip in there if his like wife went missing like who like that's not your fault and i could be a shoulder to cry on yeah and be a stepmom yeah i would thrive in (gasps) stepmotherhood i fantasize about being a stepmom wouldn't that be the best possible situation that you could be in first of all the movie masterpiece yeah um but yeah like literally i i fantasize about you know when you're like oh like honey can you get mommy her like can you get mommy her pills you know Mm -hmm. like that kind of vibe like you're by the pool yeah and you're just like you're just living your life i'd be like really fun to hang out with yeah shopping shopping can do that very easily i think i could give really good life advice yes i also would be disconnected enough to be like it's not my kid so like yes. you guys deal with the, all the hard parts yeah and like i'll be here but i'll also support what you guys do like i could be a good friend the confidant. most i could the most i could do is like if 
if my my stepkid was like, oh, I'm getting bullied at school. Like, I would have that conversation. Yeah. That's like, but that's the top. Mm-hmm. That's as much as involved as I could get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would go, yeah. I would like throw down on behalf of my yeah. kid. Yeah. I'd talk to some teachers or go pull a kid aside. I would do that. But, yeah. But not much more. You didn't, yeah. you wouldn't need to. I didn't birth, it's not, birth that kid. It's not your kid. Not You're not their kid. parent. You're yeah. just kind of like a little sprinkling of spice. Yeah. And should be like enhancing their lives in like a fun, cute, flirty way. We both love the same person, your dad. Yeah. That's, that's basically it. Let's go see a movie together. Absolutely. Let's go shop. And get my pills. Mm-hmm. Like, please get my pills. <laughs> <laughs> go get that bottle that says Vivant. Yes. Just bring it to me. Mommy needs her vibes. I need my vibes. Mom, mommy needs the vibes. <laughs> Hi, Lara, and hopefully Ed. It's not Ed. Oh, it's Nori, my God. So I'm so off. sorry. I apologize. After receiving no respect from my coworkers today, after I told them about my troubling night, I thought I would turn to my favorite candle connoisseurs to get some reassurance. This past weekend, I accompanied my friend to the Dipsti- the Diptyque store here in Chicago and got my second candle from them. I had no intentions on buying the second candle while I was there since I had just bought musk a couple weeks prior. After I sniffed, I huffed and puffed that fruit of bois I just couldn't resist handing over my credit card to the fashionable redhead behind the ha- behind the counter. Now that I had my hands on a second <laughs> diptyque, I was just itching to light one of them, and it's all I could think about for several days. Last night around 8 p.m., I took a bath. Typically when I do this, I like to make it full drama, bubbles, bath salts, no light, (laughs) sad music, red wine, and of course, a candle. I was really looking forward to starting off my night with a sensual bath paired with the sensual scent of my new diptyque, but after a lot of reflection, I felt like I needed to leave my new purchase in the living room and accompany my bath with a free garbage candle I got at a work event. I can't have the scent of my diptyque wasted and overpowered by my $5 bottle of Dr. Teal's foaming bath solution. Mm. If there's anything you need to know about me, it's that I love a bath and I love a good candle. And last night I deserved both. Yeah. So around 8.30 p.m. when I finished this bath, I set the mood to light my musk candle. I turned off the lights. I turned on the TV. I cover myself in my weighted blanket and I watch the email or I watch the small <laughs> white flame engulf that braided white wick. Employees at a diptyque storefront will be quick to tell you that this is a polarizing scent and definitely not for everyone. I'm here to make it clear that the scent is definitely for me. It made me gasp and it made me moan. It transported me to new places I never dreamed of and uncovered memories of events that will never, ever happen to me. Don't even get me started on the throw with this candle. I swear I could have all the windows open in my apartment with a hundred fans blowing and I would still be able to smell that sweet, dusty musk from across the hall. It was incredible. I've never felt safer. (laughs) Being an avid listener of your podcast and paying close attention to every detail from hauling ass, I know the importance of the first light and I personally know the troubles of tunneling wax. Yeah. Because it was 8.30 p.m., I figured I'd be fine to light this candle for three hours. I assumed the liquid wax would be touching the outer glass perimeter by 11.30, and I would be in bed shortly after. How mistaken I was. 11.30 p.m. hits, and the candle still has half an inch of solid wax standing upright around the edge. I started panicking because I'm tired and I want to go to bed, and my show just ended. What's a boy to do when he needs to sleep but needs to protect his candle? decided to suck it up and watch another hour of TV to let all the wax melt. 
12.30 a.m. eventually arrives and the candle has barely made any progress. At this point, I'm exhausted and I feel defeated. The only thing keeping me awake at this time is the deep fear that I will have to blow out my candle and disfigure my diptyque for the rest of its sweet, sweet life. Sleep was a necessity at this point, so I decide to set an alarm for 1.30 a.m. to wake up and blow out my candle. Once I get to bed, I'm overcome with panic. Being too nervous to fall asleep, I toss and turn for an hour, just praying that my candle will melt all the way to the edge. 1.30, I was way too soon, and I still have an eighth of an inch of solid wax around the perimeter. Feeling bold, I said, fuck it, blew out the candle, and went to bed knowing exactly what I had just done. I've always fantasized about being a parent someday, eventually hauling my infant and a baby Bjorn through Lincoln Park or grilling unseasoned cage-free chicken for my little French bulldog. Taking care of this diptyque last night, my own little baby, I came to finally accept the fact that maybe I'm not quite ready to be a parent. This candle is already costing me too much sleep. When my coworkers talk about their infants keeping them up at night, they get a lot of compassionate commiseration from my peers. But when I brought up my unsafe and sleepless night, I didn't get any sympathy. They just don't get it. Anyway, I hope you can understand my struggles a little bit. I need some support during these unsafe times. I sit here writing this email with my candle lit, woefully wondering if that outer ring of $72 wax after taxes will ever melt. I look forward to meeting you and Carrie when you come to Chicago in March. Good sense. Make good sense. Wow. Wow. I get it completely. And I feel your struggle 100%. Yeah. Deep sympathy. Deep sympathy. Condolences. I, too, have stressed, stayed awake to wait for a candle to just burn out to the edge. And then in that state of, like, stress staying awake, I just fell asleep and then awoke like three hours later the candle had burned to the edge but it had burned much more of the candle than i wanted it to oh my god then it's just like you deal with a loss of a candle burning that you weren't even awake to enjoy yeah so there really is no good plan this this was a a beautiful beautiful tale and my some favorite parts for me though was the the redhead the redhead just the just the mention we, like we needed to know. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that he told us. Yeah, I am you know? too. Yeah. I think you should next time just light it for the bath. Give yourself that gift. Yeah. I feel unsafe now at a point where I don't even want garbage candles around. If I don't like the candle, no. I won't. I won't even be keeping it for a bathroom candle. Absolutely. It's like only candles I like only. And yeah. then in moments of true me, a, a good one needs to be lit yeah and you need to give yourself that gift and trust that you're worth it can can i can i get some candle sympathy really quick yeah i so the people that i'm staying with the amazon people mm-hmm. i uh i got them a diptyque candle that's to, beautiful to, as a when i when i arrived I was, yeah. like, I was like thank you so much you're so amazing here's you know uh but uh when i moved in because that's whenever i just visited when i moved into the place for the month nowhere to be seen what did they do did Where they re-gift it? your diff? I think they fucking re-gifted. What scent did you get them? Listen, they were out of... Okay, her favorite is the the berries. Okay, what, buys. Buy, thank you so hey, much. Hey, guess what? That's a... It regu- was out. Oh, okay. So then I, I, was, I was like, okay, fig. Yeah, that's a great scent. Repackaged. It's gone. It's not even there. Can it's you gone. ask? Are you close enough to be able to be like, hey, where's that um, I'm. I can't. Okay. That feels too scary, but I did search the entire apartment <laughs> from <laughs> from top to bottom, and there's nowhere to. be I went found. into drawers. They fully did regift it. It's gone. Whoa! And I was just like, 
okay. Was this like not good enough? I'm like, it, it's it's like that's a nice. weird move. Yeah. So that's my story. That's my sympathy story. But I have uh, the utmost sympathy. Thank you. Because that's a thing. It's one thing if you got them like a twenty dollar candle and they just like weren't into it and then get regifted it. No. But if you're going anywhere above, I'd say forty to fifty dollars. If you don't like that candle, give it back to the person that Please. gave it to you. Yeah. I would love it. I would love. Yeah, I yeah. would gladly take a fig candle. Gone. I would take actually any diptyque. Yeah. Like I have no qualms the musk sounds amazing i've never smelled it but it sounds hot and sexy yeah i just got this one paris and (gasps) fleur limited edition oh that's that's like that's divine it's divine flowery explosion oh my god this is amazing it's a really good one right i can't stop smelling it because it's just so floral and gorgeous and I came home and Ooh, lit it first thing. It's romantic. Yeah. And now I'm now my fetish is kind of just like getting a new candle and then lighting it and letting it burn like once. And yeah. then, then I feel an immediate need to get a new candle and light it that yeah. virginal burn. Absolutely. I'm really obsessed with that. So now I'm trying. I'm almost getting to like an ed level of candle addiction, but I've, I've got to pull. Yeah. Pull back on the reins before things get a little too out of control. I think I... W- the reason why I like you and Ed so much already so quickly is I feel like you're both very home focused people mm-hmm. and I, I am a cancer and I just, that's home is like the most important yeah. thing. Your it's, surrounding. Yeah. Like I love how much, you know, Ed just like being in his home, like it's a gore. It's like, again, just such a gorgeous, a cozy, vibe. warm. Yeah. Like vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about coziness as well. Mm. And just trying to be like, cozy comfy yeah and cute in my own house absolutely thank you so much for being on this podcast oh my god it it has been a pleasure i can't um wait for your listeners to hear (laughs) um all of my political opinions as if they mean anything i'm really scared i'm no one because i truly am just like in my head to myself i'm yeah. like you're an idiot you're an idiot shut up stop talking yeah but then i feel like i gotta just like bust through and say my truth and it doesn't matter if you're like you're i'm living and learning yeah i truly but I don't want to be talked down to by any libtard so no. if you're listening and that feels like Mm-mm. you save it save it snowflake <laughs> Also, I mean, I did. I feel like I brought my rawest, most vulnerable cough self Mm -hmm. today. And if that's so terrible, sue me. Yeah. No, I think it's great because it taught me about the new porn that I will be watching and potentially trying to start like my own business around. Yeah. I'm of the. I want to do porn where no clothes come off, and it really is just like, yeah, sniffing candles and lighting them and talking about them. Yes, that has to be another. I would be willing to do like a one shoulder exposed in a sweater, like candle sniff and describe. Yeah, like by accident, like you didn't even know. You're like, oh, and be uh like, oh "Oh my god, oh no, (sighs) that's silly. Yeah, and then go back to being fully clothed. Yeah. Also, it would be nice to just ha- be able to do it like no makeup and just like whatever, and then yeah. get paid Venmo immediately for my services. 
I think we're on to something. I think, I think so we too. should run for office. Mm-hmm. I think we on are... a double, just as, as like a double. Yeah, double team. double president. Yeah, double. There's president. no vice here. There's no vice. Uh-uh. We would eventually get a vice. But yeah, like it would just be two. Yeah, two for the price of one, which is a good deal. You know, we're I, all about deals I love in this it. podcast. Tell everyone where they can find you. Oh my god, um, I'm, plug yourself. I live on Instagram. It's Nori Reed N O R I R E E D. Um, I have shows all the time in LA, so come come to a show. Yeah, you're constantly performing. Thank you. It's amazing. On and off stage. Yeah. <laughs> Just constantly. <laughs> Life a is fake a cabaret. Um, my friend. Um, so yeah, check me out. Come to a show. And thank you so much for having me. Yeah. We're gonna do a bonus episode. If you want to hear it, you can go to patreon.com slash babe podcast. Sign up for five dollars a month. You get weekly boni what that's my plural of bonus that's, a, that's amazing and uh yeah you can hear us talk more about there. bernie sanders about bernie sanders <laughs> there and with that goodbye goodbye When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.